millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast. Starring Dave Schilling, Larry Faust, Tayshawn Prince, Joey Devine, Terry Tyler, John Long, Sean Keen, the Moose Greg Monroe, musical guest of the Rockin' Tours, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Short high because we've got a lot to talk about today. It is... Wednesday, the day before the NBA trade trade deadline, but it feels like Thursday, the day after the NBA trade deadline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get started, uh, as always, just want to mention, follow us on Twitter at RoundRockPod, email us at RoundRockPod at gmail.com, call us on the phone at 323-682-0342, or uh, also buy our album, Slammed Up Season 1, at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. Sean Keen, it's the biggest week of the year for uh, transactions. How are it you really handling is. it? Yeah. It's been, it's been intense. I'm not, I've, I haven't slept a wink. There have been more non-trades this year than I can ever remember, where people well, were just like, Oh, this is over. This is this trade is done, and then the trade just never happens. It's weird because I feel like that might be like like scoop creep, if that makes any sense. Like uh continue. Like, like this is uh 
there's so much there's there's so much uh intense competition between uh people like breaking stuff on Twitter and it just feels like even people that aren't normally supposed to be breaking trades are constantly getting in like like there's no reason for Zach Lowe to be trying to break a trade, you know? Right. And drink yet, one beer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just drink one beer and it. chill just out. Project it. Make lists of ten things that you think about ten other things. Uh, name your your all star team after someone who's an actual four time all star. <laughs> like, come on, don't you think he's? It's time for him to just sit down and finally check out the commuter. <laughs> There might be some Croatian bad guys in that movie, so I might be I might be really wrong there. No, but. the commuter, all the bad guys are American, I think. Okay. Um, but they also, have, I yeah. think Liam Neeson's canceled. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he, he was walking around thinking about committing that hate crime. Yeah. How long ago was that supposed to be? I didn't really look <laughs> it at it. It was unclear. Was like, yeah, because like, I was like... <laughs> I guess if he's making a confession to like being racist in the early eighties, I'd be like, well, that's I'm glad he's not doing that anymore. But what if it was like 2014 it's, or something? It was it like, was more than racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, like I, I was looking for, <laughs> he says I was looking for any black bastard to kill. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, which, like, that's extremely, like, extreme racism. <laughs> I mean, that that's, that's like, aspirational hate crime. Yes. Anyway, we should probably talk about you're, basketball. You're canceled, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson, you were uninvited on Round Ball Rock. Forget it. Uh, we should mention we tried... To get Knicks fans to call us who were mad about the Chris Stapps Porzingis yeah. trade, but only got one call, and the one call was, eh, it's trade's fine for both sides. Yeah. <laughs> People were a lot more. Here's what I would say about that trade People were a lot more upset before they heard about the, the first round picks. Mm hmm. Because that did not leak immediately. And it was just like, you dumping this dude for <laughs> i mean we'll talk about it but i yeah. think they should still be upset frankly but anyway <laughs> yeah no one no one called well one person called and they they were very polite yeah we wanted <laughs> john McEnroe to call we wanted spike lee to call uh -huh. we wanted uh david Duchovny to call we uh -huh. wanted james dolan to call we did not want woody allen to call Woody Allen is not allowed on this podcast. I will read the quote from the Knicks fan. I believe the trade between the New York Knickerbockers and the Dallas Mavericks is fine for both sides. It will work out. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. It's a very polite call, too. I don't think I don't think Patrick McEnroe would have been as polite. I have to say, uh, no. Uh, he would have been whispering the whole time, though, too, because yeah. he's not used to speaking at a normal volume. Um, <laughs> any, if I'm not yelling, I'm whispering. Um, okay. Uh, Sean, is there any news or plugs you want to do before we get to the the heart of it? No, nah, man. Let's let's get in. All right. Let's talk about the news. 
This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Okay. Our top story. Everyone's talking about it. Such uh-huh. big news in the NBA. Twitter will not shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, there are bats in the Alamo Dome. Yes. Which is because I'm going to say there have been enough bats. Uh, there, there have been enough bats in San Antonio now. We have to suspect that there's something nefarious going on. Like the the old old players play like they're ageless in mm-hmm. San Antonio um Manu Ginobili's hair was slowly moving into like a Dracula widow's peak mm-hmm. uh well I don't know Greg if he... Popovich keeps having players to stay in their coffins during national television <laughs> well I don't know if you know this but um I heard one time Marco Bellinelli was uh at the arena messing around and he fell through the floor into a bat cave and he hasn't been the same since he came out. Was that why he has all those weird tattoos now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's been like very little violent crime in San Antonio since they came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the real reason we're bringing this up though is uh, the Spurs Coyote uh, who we've talked about on this podcast before is uh-huh. being the most troubling mascot in the history of sports. Yes. Uh, he doesn't wear pants. Never, uh, even when he wears a shirt. His eyes are bloodshot. Um, yeah. It seems like he has a couple different versions of the bloodshot eyes, yes. too, that are, are they get more. <laughs> they get more or less bloodshot. Yeah. Um, he killed a bat while on the court the other night. Yes. <laughs> um, while dressed <laughs> as Batman. <laughs> yeah, so he came out and it was like a comical stunt where he had a bat costume on and he had a big net and he had the mask and the cape. And then he killed an animal in front of 15,000 people, 20,000 mm-hmm. people. Uh, it was stunning. It's the most on-brand thing a mascot has ever done. The only thing that would have made it more on-brand is if he also, like, bit the head off the bat Ozzy Osbourne-style after catching it. He would have if the costume had permitted it, I think. (laughs) It's just like, but I think the mouth is, like, at the eyes Uh or something like that in those things. Well, but I don't think it's... (laughs) Here's the thing about the Spurs Coyote... I don't think it's the man in the costume that's crazy. It's the costume that makes the man crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of follows the, the Batman aesthetic. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's funny that he was dressed as Batman because if the Spurs Coyote is anyone, it's Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, exactly. He's like, uh, he just wants to see the world burn the Spurs yeah. Coyote. <laughs> So if he's on brand, he doesn't want to kill the bat because they're the same. They need each other. Which also, like, uh, dressing in a, like, comical Batman costume and then murdering a bat is, like, 
straight up Mark Hamill Batman the animated series <laughs> Joker behavior. <laughs> it's it's again very troubling. <laughs> It's weird that that a man dressed as an animal kills another animal. <laughs> uh, also, Brit- Greg Popovich actually laughed when it happened, and that was almost more disturbing than anything. <laughs> um, Brooke Lopez had a quote about the bat, though. Oh, fantastic. <clears throat> if you've learned anything about the superhero myth... If you see a bat around and it bites you, you have a 75% chance of ending up a superhero. Otherwise, you'll probably get really sick. But it'd be cool to be a superhero. You don't need to be afraid. I'd say give it a shot. Uh, and then they asked him if uh, so. If bats were around, <laughs> is he going to like try and get bit by the bat? And then yeah. he said... I'm just trying to make myself available. Why do I sound like uh, Jamie Gum? Oh. <laughs> this is not the Brooke Lopez voice I'm doing. That's all right. Uh, you got Batman fever. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm just going to try and make myself available. At that point, it's on the bat. A lot of it is up to fate in these superhero stories, but I want to give myself a shot. Uh, you know, I don't think that there's a superhero myth where someone gets bitten by a bat. I'm pretty sure that that is straight up Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Who is like not going to be a superhero because the mummy bombed so bad and we're not getting (laughs) a unified like dark universe. Yeah, the dark universe (laughs) is not going to happen. Apologies to... I don't know who it was going to be Dracula. Uh, I don't think they'd named one yet. It's probably like, uh, who would have played Dracula? Uh, Tom Hiddleston. Oh, God. It would have been like, <laughs> would, they have, would they have tried to get like Jared Leto? Like, oh, my God. This is like, this Dracula is fucking sick. <laughs> he's so twisted, dude. Oh, he's this like... Dracula sends come to, his, uh, <laughs> to the people who work with him. Um... <laughs> Jared Leto as Dracula, you are hashtag canceled. I mean, but to be fair, uh, does seem very on brand for Brooke Lopez. (laughs) Um, What? But he's saying seventy-five percent chance superhero. Uh, Do you want to read this last part of the Brooke Lopez thing you have? Oh, sure. the reporter, who is known for asking as many NBA players as possible if they are afraid of bats mm-hmm. or not, said, I also asked Rob Brooke if Robin texted him after he got posterized by Tomas Sadoransky, and he said Robin never reaches out to him. Uh, the last time he did, he wanted him to bid for something <laughs> on eBay, and that was it. <laughs> also, why did he need... Brooke to, I guess he was like away from his account or something like that. What do you think they were trying to buy on eBay? Uh, I'm going to say like a rare Nerf gun. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's got to be like an original Disneyland poster, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, (laughs) 
limited edition. One of those pins. Like a, you know, like those people that could. A, oh, yeah. <laughs> those people that could, could uh, like, collect Disney Disneyland pins. pins. <laughs> so weird. Um. All right. That's our news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we get to some trades? Let's get some, some trades. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember we talk about Capspace all the time on the program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off. Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. If you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like they're assets and not people. ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. Um, all right, we're going to go through these from smallest to biggest. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to do the... Uh, I I had arranged them in the most important ones first. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I didn't even see this trade. <laughs> I also didn't. It was until I was wrapping up. Uh... Uh, so the Chicago Bulls traded a protected 2020 second-round draft pick to Oklahoma City for guard forward Timothy Luwawu Cabarro and cash. Yeah, I think they just got the cash to pay his salary slash uh, offer to Manny Machado. <laughs> because I think, I think this saves the Thunder a fair amount of tax money. Uh, yeah, um... I don't know. I don't have anything to say about this. I bet that pick isn't a real pick. I bet it's like protected 55 through 60 or whatever the bullshit way they make second round picks be free. Uh, At the same time, if he can't get some playing time on the Bulls, it's probably over for this dude. But at the same time, like... The Bulls do not really have anyone at his position. So, well, they have Chandler see, Hutchinson, right? Yeah, but I, I don't believe in that guy. What I will say is uh when the Sixers drafted TLC, I uh, was like, "Oh, it's um uh this guy is clearly uh the new Thabo Cephalosha." So, in <laughs> one way this is Interesting because it's the backwards version of Thabo, you know, who went from the Bulls to the Thunder. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, he he just ended, he was on a team. He, he's just been on teams that were like too good to play him, basically. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I mean, who knows if he's 
any good at all. Yeah. But but this would be the place to find out. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. The Pistons traded yes. Reggie Bullock to the Lakers for Sfi Mikhailiuk in a 2021 okay. second round pick. Uh, and then traded Stanley Johnson to Milwaukee for Thonmaker. So what what I'm getting from this is that they they were like very a very very small amount of money under the cap mm-hmm. and now they're like 2 million dollars oh, under the tax over the ta- no they were over the tax and now they're under Oh okay were they slightly I thought they were slightly under and went to a little more under. so it it's like it feels like the initial trade of Reggie Bullock like brought them low enough that they could trade for Thon Maker, who mm-hmm. I think might make more than Stanley Johnson. I it, well, I think Stanley Johnson makes more than Thon Maker. I guess he was a higher. He was pick. a much higher pick, and he was in the. This to me, first off, trading Stanley Johnson for Thon Maker is like trading uh uh three laser discs for two DVDs. It's like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, these were cool. <laughs> um, but this 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 Reggie Bullock first fee trade makes zero sense unless there's a bigger trade coming. I think. right, like it's Reggie Bullock is a good player. He's really and, good. Yeah. In fact, he's uh starting and playing like thirty minutes a game for the Detroit Pistons, who are a game out of the playoffs. And um, Tom Gore is America's partiest donor. Uh-huh. Uh, the drunkest man in sports. Uh-huh. <laughs> really, really so wants to make it. the playoffs, and they're a game out of eight. So yeah. there has to be another trade coming. It feels like there must, because they're a game and a half out. And uh, look, I mean, it's not, it's not like this is a team where I look at them and it's like, heart of a champion. They're going to... They're going to bring this team in, but, but they only have to pass the Miami heat or, mm-hmm. uh, or the Charlotte Hornets They're Yeah. They're a game and a half behind the heat and they are two games behind the Hornets, three games behind the nets. Mm-hmm. Like what, what this says to me is this is opening the door for America's nightmare. The Washington wizards making it back. <laughs> Um, Because if the Pistons don't make another move, look out. We should also mention that uh, here at Round Ball Rock, uh, we love Sfi. (laughs) He's such a weirdo. He, uh, well, we'll get, okay, so this is, let's, let me get to this for Sfi in a second. Um, Okay, so right now the wings for Detroit are Rookie Bruce Bowen, mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Caucasian. Brown, Bruce Brown, Bruce, not Bruce Brown, Bowen. Sorry, Jesus, oh. Bruce Brown, who's like implicated in that, uh, I think Adidas money scandal too. Second round <laughs> pick this year, uh, and has been and, starting. Yes, uh, Caucasian floor slapper Luke Kennard, mm-hmm. uh, Kyrie Thomas, mm-hmm. rookie second rounder, Glenn Robinson the uh, third, disappointingly never dunked over did not jump over three big dogs and langston galloway Mm -hmm. so uh glenn robinson is the tallest of these guys he is six foot six Mm -hmm. which is not really six foot six this is a pretty short team Mm -hmm. 
Um, also, now, very D League heavy. <laughs> yeah, well, D League like second round. It's just weird. D- does not seem like a ton of athleticism. Um, now, Sfi is six eight, mm-hmm. but his wingspan is only four foot five. <laughs> so. It makes him not as strong on defense as he might be otherwise. Uh, but he he is is he nineteen? Svi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he went to college for four years, for four right? Four years, <laughs> yeah. Child prodigy, basically. Um, look, look, getting Svi seems like a like a worthwhile. No, Svi's twenty one, but still, oh, okay. he is a college graduate at twenty one. That's. I think he, he must have turned. Well, anyway, yeah, he, uh, he he was in college at sixteen. <laughs> uh, I have some breaking news about this trade. <gasps> yes. Um. Well, not the Svi one, but the Thon one. Oh. Uh, oh. Very sad quote from Giannis about Thon. Uh, quote: Thon is like my little brother. This one hurts more than any trade that happened that I've been a part of. But this is business we work in. <laughs> That's sad, man. I mean, Thon asked for a trade, so... Yeah, that's true. What are you going to do, Giannis? I mean, yeah. I mean, mean, maybe get someone better than Stanley Johnson, but... Yeah. Because I think Thon is better than Stanley Johnson. I think that's right, because it seems like Stanley Johnson is not very good. Stanley Johnson is one of the only players I can remember in a long, long time, who has gotten worse every year since his rookie year. Like, yeah, his rookie it, year is his best year as a professional and I think athlete. Because, I think because he was a really good high school player in Los Angeles, uh, he's, he's, like, much more famous mm-hmm. than he normally would be. And, like, I think he's, I think because of the LA connection, a lot of NBA players like know who he is. Right. Cause I'm uh, sure he played in a ton of Drew League games. Yeah. And, and, and he could just be one of those dudes who was unusually good at 16 mm-hmm. and just hit, hit kind of a ceiling. Like I said this to you, like Thonmaker at least had like, two good playoff games in his career. I can't even think of a single play Stanley Johnson has made where I've been like, yeah, that guy looks good. Uh, I I agree. I guess I guess the idea for the Bucks is Thawne's unhappy. Right. He wasn't playing, so they might as well take a flyer on some guy who can... Stanley Johnson can play defense, Hey, right? you know who the flyer they should have taken? The guy they should have taken a flyer on, though? Like, uh, what if they traded Thon Maker for Reggie Bullock? <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been a good good move. Wow. Um, yeah, that that seems like a better like he would help a little more. But I have this feeling the Pistons are going to trade for Marcus All. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I think that's what this is. Oh, all well, they're clearing up. a little more space. Yeah. Yeah, because Tom Gores, he needs he needs that cash for other things. <laughs> oh, what uh, other things would that be? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it it I I don't want to go out and say it, but let's just say uh, marching powder from Bolivia, maybe <laughs> bottle service, uh, limo cleaning bills from if someone hypothetically vomited out of a sunroof. <laughs> 
uh, uh, hair gel, Axe <laughs> body spray. He is Poppers. far and away the most Axe body spray owner in the history of sports. Yeah. Um, all right, the Cleveland Cavaliers, our friend uh-huh. uh, and enemy, Dan Gilbert, made a move. Uh, he traded Rodney Hood uh-huh. to the Portland Trailblazers for Nick Sauce Castillo-Stauskas, Wade Baldwin IV, uh, and second-round picks in 2021 and 2023. Yeah. Um, this trade fucking bums me out, dude. <laughs> it is really a bummer. Um, it's three now- players that are real depressing. <laughs> I'm going to say the reason this happened was that Jake Lehman has been playing so well and that Portland was able to trade Nick Stauskas because they have four remaining Caucasians <laughs> in the rotation. So as long as as long as they had four uh, to appease their fans, uh, they're they're pretty happy, I think. Also, uh, Mount Hood is near Portland. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Klan wears hoods and there's a significant <laughs> white supremacy presence. Yeah. In Portland, so if only they could have also gotten Spee. Yeah, uh, that would have been incredible. <laughs> they just didn't know he was on the block. Right, they could have easily made a deal <laughs> like that. Um, are any of these guys good? I mean, I guess Rodney Hood is better than Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin, considering Wade Baldwin was a first round pick. Like a year and a half ago, and has already been on three teams. Yeah, and and I think was straight waved after his rookie year. Uh, which you don't see that that much. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think he really played. Ronnie Hood also has short arms, by the way. Oh, oh, good to know. Yeah, well, <laughs> see, he would have been a perfect. Would you want to play him and Speed together, or is it more poetic to trade them for each other? <laughs> uh, I think you want to play them together. Yeah, you I know who so else too. has short arms, though. Actually, Blake so. Griffin. Oh, really? Well, that's good because he's uh, six foot seven, pretending to be six ten. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's there's no one else tall on the team except for Andre Drummond. Oh, and then you know. Fake Euro Henry Ellenson mm-hmm. and spiritually Euro John Luer. Man, <laughs> what a what a squad they got. Uh Ronnie Hood Ronnie Hood like on paper feels like he's a good fit here because there have been times when he can hit threes. Uh he's tall. Uh he's not Evan Turner. But in a way, he, he kind of is, is Evan. Evan Turner. He's actually worse than Evan Evan Turner. Like, because Rodney Hood is just like a guy who seems like he's like all potential. Do you? Remember, I think if he hadn't gone to Duke, he would not have been regarded very highly. Do you remember uh, how like one of the reasons Dave Yeager and the Grizzlies like fell out? was because Dave Yeager loved Rodney Hood so much and wanted to draft Rodney Hood and yeah. would, like, mention it every time they played the Jazz. Uh, yeah. Do you think Dave Yeager and the Kings, because they're trying to buy at this deadline. Yes. Is he mad at the Kings now for not trading for Rodney Hood? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. I, I was never sure if he, like, really wanted Rodney Hood or if he just hated Jordan Adams. That's a fair point. 
uh, who, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's been out of the league for quite a while, right? Yeah. Even though he was drafted in the first round in 2014, (laughs) he was waived a year and a half later. Oh no, I'm sorry. Two years later. Yeah. I mean, he did just, he did really blow out his knee. That sucks. (laughs) But Dave Yeager, again, vindicated and still going to rub it in his GM's face forever. Um, Oh, and as for Cleveland, uh, they, they wanted Baldwin because they wanted to prove they could have a more disappointing Wade in their backcourt than they did last year. (laughs) So congratulations, Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, all right, uh, let's get to a real trade, shall we? Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers traded Wilson Chandler, Landry Shamet, who I think is the kid from Call Me By Your Name and Lady Bird, right? That's true. That's true. Um, He's a beautiful boy. <laughs> Mike Muscala, uh, a 2020 first lottery protected first rounder, uh, and an unprotected 2021 Miami pick. Plus two second rounders in 2021 and 2023 for Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, and Mike Scott. Uh, uh, first off, I want to say something yeah. that we're all thinking about this trade. Uh, thank God they kept Boban and to- to- Tobias Harris together, right? Yes. They like, should be able to sign a joint contract. Yeah, like they're the like the Morris twins. <laughs> But like, but like, with goodness instead of right evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do seem like they're best friends. I mean, they are best friends. They say yeah. that. Um, but what do you think of this trade, Sean? This is like a wild trade. Yeah. Uh, so, so they basically so the they Tobias Harris who. Along with all, all these guys are free agents at the end of the year that they traded. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, Tobias this, Harris is gonna get a max contract. I think he will too. He's having he's having like the best year of his career. To me, this basically from the Clippers side, this is a little bit confusing. But also, I feel like they couldn't turn it down. Like Tobias is having a really good year. They're like a very fun team. They're still the eight seed, but mm-hmm. uh, I kind of it. I get the sense that Jerry West just does not particularly care for Tobias Harris, or definitely does not want to give him a max deal. I mean, this and, is all about his cap hold this summer. I think they just yeah, don't well, even want to deal with it. Well, they. I mean, they just didn't want him to be. They didn't want to use one of their max contracts on him. Right. If they can sign if they can have two, which I, I think they can do that. They have yeah. to they have to get rid of Avery Bradley and then I, I mean I don't even think they have to do that. I'm pretty sure they just have it. Oh, okay. Well I mean they're they should probably waive Avery Bradley just on principle. Yeah. Fuck Avery Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Get him out of there. <clears throat> um I think yeah, this is yeah. this is they're they're getting in the Anthony Davis sweepstakes here. Yeah, well that makes sense. So they they looking at the Blake Griffin deal, uh 
back again. Now they did lose the very valuable Reggie Bullock. So they <laughs> essentially lost Svi and a 2021 second round pick by including him, but they got three first round picks and three second round picks mm-hmm. ultimately. And, uh, a, a bunch of amazing Boban moments, like the times he uh, broke the rim and dunked without jumping. Well, and one of those picks was Shea Gilgis Alexander. Don't forget. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, who, look. All right, Sean. Hypothetical. Here we go. Yeah. You're Dell Demps of yeah. the uh, New Orleans Hornets. Would you rather have... Uh, Lonzo Ball, who you immediately have to trade because his dad won't let him go to New Orleans. Yeah, he's not. He the something happened <laughs> there once. Brandon Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, Zubots, and uh, four first round picks, or Shea Gilgis Alexander, a Miami pick in 2021 that is unprotected. Uh-huh. Uh. A Detroit first round. I mean, a, a Philadelphia first rounder. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander. And um, let's just say Montrez Harrell. I mean, I like. I just like Shea better than everybody else yes. that got listed there. I like him. And, and I like the Miami pick better than anybody else the Lakers have. And even, like, even depending on how you feel about Brandon Ingram, like, if you could keep Lonzo, I feel like that's more defensible. But if you just have to flip him anyway. Yeah. Like, like Brandon Ingram, he's in his third year. So he's already expensive. And you're going to have to pay him. And you have to decide very quickly. Yeah. So it... Now, what I will say is track record shows... Uh, between Julius Randle and D'Angelo Russell, um, that maybe he is worth the money once he gets out of Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. So that you have to consider where it's like, what if he was coached by someone who didn't just attend the University of Arizona? <laughs> what if what if there was like a a coach who helped work on your shooting? Instead of just a surf coach. Did you did you see LeBron last night? By the way, no, I I, I saw a couple quick highlights of the game, but no, they lost by forty two. <laughs> and at one point, LeBron was sat three chairs away from everyone on the bench. Oh my god, was the bench was the bench super empty, or did yes, he just the bench really was make really it? empty? But also. He was purposefully pouting away from people. So is he? Is he? I, I mean, I guess I guess he'll be happy now that Reggie Bullock's on the team because Reggie Bullock can hit threes and is used to being yelled at a lot. So it should work out. Uh, it's <laughs> weird. It's weird behavior. It is. Uh, it is something. I'm going to say it. I can't imagine Michael Jordan doing. <laughs> I, I could see him like sitting next to the guy so he could yell at them a little bit mm-hmm. but but sitting three seats away like here let like, me show you this picture hold on <laughs> because here's the thing how many of these guys have chosen to be on the Lakers like three of them mm-hmm. 
It's like, are you mad at Beasley, Rondo, Stevenson, and JaVale? Because all these other guys just got drafted and you joined their team. Right. Um, all right, here. Let, let me show you this picture here. Okay. Just sent it. All right. That is so weird. It's so childish. It's... <laughs> It's like stunning that he's that far down the bench. <laughs> also, Indiana doesn't have Victor Oladipo. They're they got they got run out of the gym by Boyan Bogdanovich. I uh, mean, Miles Turner was amazing last night. I mean, Indiana's good. Yeah. I'm just saying a team with LeBron James. <laughs> the 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 self-proclaimed greatest of all time <laughs> uh went into indiana and lost by 42 <laughs> and clearly was pouting because he took 12 shots mm -hmm. uh but yeah they just had no answer for miles turner or they also had no answer for sabonis weirdly also no answer for uh edmund sumner he's tight dude i love that guy <laughs> he went for 17 points. Aaron, Aaron, uh, a holiday. Yeah, they, they got killed. I mean, pretty deep team, though, for the Pacers. Also, That's we it. should bring up, we didn't bring this up in news. Uh, Michael Beasley and JaVale McGee tried to fight, uh, Luke Walton. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, our friend, our friend Sean Hyken laid out the scenario of why that, uh, just a fire Luke plot where mm -hmm. it's like it was after a Warriors game where LeBron sat out. So it's like, oh, I don't know what was happening with this fight. It looks like looks like all my teammates are upset with Luke. My veteran teammates who got improbably large contracts <laughs> this offseason from a front office that didn't hire Luke Walton. Weird. It's like okay, I've said this before. Trying to be too much of a clever puppet master in the NBA generally does not work. It usually blows up in your face. I don't face know. More. It's paying off. They're, they got Anthony Davis, right? Oh, right. Whoops. <laughs> they got Paul George when they when they tried this same bullshit. Oh, what about with Kawhi Leonard where they tried to make a guy demand that he'd only go to one team and then offered a bunch of garbage in return? It's just it's it's weird that you know, say what you will about the Sixers. Uh, they went out and got guys. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, hey, we'll figure this out later. Right. Um, We're not. We don't have to, like, pretend that Tobias Harris is in love with Philadelphia. Right. Like, you know what? Um, You know who else should learn from that? What the Sixers have done? Uh, Danny Ainge. <laughs> Danny Ainge, who would rather, instead of making a deal... He wanted to just sabotage the Lakers deal. I mean, he right? did. Is that I what's think. been happening? Yeah, he, he did, which is good. But I, I mean, to me, I bring I brought up LeBron because to me, um, this was LeBron because yesterday, according to reports, uh, the Pelicans asked for was it six picks 
four first rounders and two four, seconds. Oh, oh, definitely four first round picks. Yeah, so. no, and I think it was two seconds, but it might have been three. Um, <laughs> uh, and then it came out that the Lakers had said no, that's ridiculous, and hung uh-huh. up the phone. And this to me is LeBron now, you know, pouting, saying, "Hey, trade the picks." Yeah. Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah. Because what does he care? He doesn't care about anyone who's under what, like age twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even Anthony Davis, I think, is too young for him. Yeah, he's a little bit like, oh wait, well he, he does have a weird unibrow that probably aged him a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he. Um, it seems like he maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, didn't he's expect- also trying to get Luke Walton fired. I think. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Okay. So who? I understand that Mark Jackson is probably the funniest possible option, but also I think there's uh, a funnier option. Do you, well, that I mean the 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 upside of Mark Jackson is that he won't be broadcasting games anymore. Yes, but you think do you think the other option is funnier? Yes, I do too. Uh, Jason Kidd is the yes. other rumored option. Oh, Jason Kidd. I think it. I think it's like much more glorious, just because. I'm just imagining Jason Kidd with the Los Angeles media when he has to, like, speak. He's also a worse coach than Mark Jackson. Oh. (laughs) He is a a worse choice. He's a worse coach than Mark Jackson, and he's just as, like, backstabby. Oh, yeah, and, like, his psychological (laughs) games are very transparent and don't work. The only thing that worked was spilling that Coke on the court that one time. Yeah, that did actually work really well. Um, (laughs) Did you hear what the Pacer fans were chanting during the game when people would go to the line? Uh, Yeah, they were chanting, LeBron's going to trade you. Yeah, and then when JaVale (laughs) got to the line, they chanted something like, LeBron can't even trade you. But, I mean, isn't that going to happen everywhere they go? Oh, they're playing in Boston next? Those fans are going to bring something special to the table, Joey. Oh, well, you got to fire up Celtics Chance at Celtics Chance. Yeah, check out at Celtics Chance for <laughs> um, some amazing tips. Uh, we can smell it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Trade. We can smell it. <laughs> we haven't really talked about this Sixers Clippers trade, though. Oh, Sorry, yeah. we got, I got distracted. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Um, I love this trade for the Sixers. I know people are like, but what about the future? But what about the future? And it's like, guess what? You have like uh, the Hydrox Warriors now. You know, yeah. if the Warriors are Oreo. Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, uh, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris are like. Uh, the discount discount all stars. Yeah. And it, it just seems like like if you're if you're Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, both of those guys seem like they would be relieved if the front office just said like, hey, we'll offer you a max. Right. Say like, great. Oh, and that's what apparently their plan is to keep both of them. Um and so it's like, yeah, you know what? Especially the East right now. It seems pretty wide open. The Raptors are in a weird place right now because of some weird rumor that came out yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, where they I mean, offered it's... Kyle Lowry for uh, Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol and the Grizzlies turned them down. Yeah, although I, I have heard that the rumor went the other way initially. 
but yeah, I mean, it, they were, it didn't stop them from, uh, handling the Sixers last night. So no. Kyle uh, Lowry, Kyle Lowry, like once he does, he's like, he, he's like a man who survived a war at this point after those playoffs and trading to Mar, like you can't rattle him anymore. I think he, I mean, Katie Heindahl said this in her wonderful newsletter yesterday, uh-huh. which everyone should subscribe to the basketball feelings newsletter. Um, she thinks that Kyle Lowry needs to go kind of like that. He wants to go. Um, because he clearly, he and Masai clearly have problems with each other. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because it seems like he's been playing really well, but, uh, yeah, that's, but uh, anyway, so that's happening in Toronto. Now Giannis is sad about Thon. Uh-huh. Like the Celtics are still imploding. Kyrie Irving, which we still haven't talked, we didn't talk get to talk about that last week. Uh, Kyrie Irving went from, I'm definitely going to resign here to, I don't know. Ask me July 1st. Y'all suck. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm making a haunted house movie about bed bugs. Uh, well, the other thing they did was uh, Mike Scott is like very, he is much closer to Ursan Ilyasova than Mike Muscala was. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike Scott, emoji most baits. I've said it before. I'll yeah. say it again. <laughs> but a uh, dude can like, hit threes and he's big yeah. like that's that's what you want as your eighth man on the philadelphia 76ers mm-hmm. and now boban Landry... is like insanely effective for 10 minutes yeah and he's just such a good crazy mismatch player too yeah uh it seems like he could get and beat some rest and also uh, uh, he's still with tobias man yeah like those guys love playing together um so yeah those are those are all like very useful players. Um you know they're not going to have a first round pick. Shemet seemed like he was Shemet's turning good. into something. Um but yeah, but I mean like this is a pretty good closing lineup. Let me go through it. Embiid, uh-huh. Harris, Simmons, Butler, Fultz. That is a killer <laughs> five-man lineup i think what happens next is they trade Fultz for like uh for like um uh tice uh terrence ross or something that would be my oh yeah yeah i could see something like that i mean they're they're definitely going to be like aggressively trying to get west matthews i Mm -hmm. would say like that seems like the most obvious buyout uh I don't know. Well, um, speaking also, of Wes Matthews, should we? Wait, oh, oh, go ahead. Well, let me let me just. Uh, uh, I I also just want to to say, I think the value to the Sixers of not having Wilson Chandler on the roster might be higher than we think. Like it, I don't. I know that's. I know that's on paper a whole, <laughs> but I just there's something about Wilson Chandler that just. Sucks the life out of a team. Uh, also, again, Wilson Chandler, last year in the play-in playoff game for the Nuggets, <laughs> Nuggets-Wolves, we are both 100% sure Wilson Chandler was shaving points in that game. He must have been. Like, there's <laughs> no way a man, and a man, again, 
who has a poisonous mouth like a Komodo dragon. <laughs> His tooth got embedded in David Lee's elbow and almost killed him. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get to our last trade? Yeah, let's go to the last. Go to the, last. Uh, the New York Knickerbockers traded Chris Stapps Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., Trey Burke, and Courtney Lee to De- to the Dallas Mavericks for Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and two future first-round picks. So, Sean, what do you think about this trade? I was super excited about this trade for the Mavs. And while I don't think it is a terrible trade for the Knicks, I just love the Mavs side of it. Like, again, I'm in favor of getting guys. Especially uh, 24-year-old... Uh, uh, franchise players yeah and and there obviously there's some warning signs uh Kristaps brother is his agent Giannis mm-hmm. um but but the thing is like okay it's it's like you probably don't want the guy represented by family but Kristaps is just gonna sign a max deal it doesn't really matter who his agent is mm-hmm. it's not like he's you know, work in a trade or something like that, you, in a way, you kind of want a less savvy agent. Like, mm-hmm. do you want Janice Porzingis or do you want Rich fucking Paul? <laughs> you know, like, like at least this is a guy where you could just be like, like, well, you're probably, you're probably with Kristaps. Like, it's, he's going to be pretty <laughs> accessible. There was that weird press conference where Rick Carlisle's like, Janice is part of our family, the whole Porzingis team. Uh, but but whatever he's, he's, a you know, he's, he came over from Latvia when he's a teenager. Yeah. He's got a support team. He wants to hang out with his brother. He had to deal with Phil Jackson. Yeah. Steve Mills and and James Dolan. Like, (laughs) like, yo, oh, that guy would want, uh, the guy had also to deal with Derek Fisher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, like, oh, uh, yo, he didn't trust anyone. That's weird. (laughs) He <laughs> trust the team that like tried to run Carmelo Anthony yeah. out of town for two years. The team that again hired Derek Fisher, who now is like a repo man or whatever against yeah. players. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> God, yeah, he's running like a, a weird check cashing business. <laughs> I it, it's like a t- it's like a. Like they like buy debt off of former NBA players or something. I don't remember what it is. So it gross. is very anti-player. <laughs> Derek Fisher, they got they need to get him off NBA TV. Derek Fisher again, who we haven't talked about this is dating um, Jeff Bezos' <laughs> wife. Just so weird. Uh, which again, I think, based by rule, means that uh, Jeff Bezos has to go drive to Derek Fisher's house and try and fight him, right? Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> well, you know, Bezos wearing those power vests. Derek's been working out a lot. <laughs> Pro- I'm sure he has a blood boy, right? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, like like 18 year old blood coursing <laughs> through those weird Bezos veins. Uh, also, we should mention. Uh, Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr. are good NBA players. This is not like Solomon yeah. Hill. Yeah, so the, the deal... They're overpaid, but they are good. Yeah, and Courtney Lee is signed through next season. Mm-hmm. 
And Tim Hardaway Jr. I think has two years left after this. Sounds right. Uh, but it's not like he's a worthless player. He's just overpaid. And I don't know. I I just don't. The Mavericks basically just decided they're not going to have cap space this particular summer when everybody has cap space. They also decided, hey, even with cap space, we can't sign someone as good as Kristaps Porzingis. Right. And, you know, they they lost two two future first round picks. Uh, one of which I think is pretty protected, but it's like you, I don't know. The the Mavericks also seem like they can bring, they can generate their sixth through 11th man just out of them just being in the system for a couple, for a couple months, you sure. know, but also they're good at finding like the Maxi Klebers and Dorian Finney Smiths yeah. of the world who are like good. Which also, you know who else was good at finding those guys? Uh, Don Nelson. Wonder yeah, where his son found <laughs> figured this out. Yeah. <laughs> and so Courtney Lee, uh, I would say significantly better than Wes Matthews. Um, Maybe not significantly. I don't but think anymore. No, he's better. I don't know. Wes kind of sucks now. Yeah, but Courtney Lee kind of sucks now, too. I guess that's Tim true. Hardaway Jr. is better than Wes Matthews for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, they got the two best players in this trade by far. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, the Knicks just have... They only got DeAndre and Wes Matthews because they're expiring this yes. year. So, so the way that, that Zach Lowe laid it out was that he thought they would have to attach a first-round pick to draw, to dump... Courtney Lee's remaining money. And so he considers this deal as getting two max, an extra max slot and three first round picks. That's what Nate Duncan, Nate Duncan called it four first round picks because they would have needed to attach a first round pick to Tim Hardaway and to Courtney Lee. I mean, I I don't know that that's always true. But also, if you're going to do that, shouldn't you also consider the first round pick that Chris Stapps Porzingis was? Like, if we're just going to name a player a first round pick, it's like, well, then they lost a first round pick in Chris Stapps Porzingis. (laughs) Also, Courtney Lee does not. I mean, I understand that Tim Hardaway Jr.'s contract is onerous. Courtney Lee has one year left at 12.7. Right. That is not that terrible. We need to talk about the elephant in the room here, though. Okay. Um, Knicks fans now, and a lot of media, are saying that the reason the Knicks made this trade uh-huh. is because they know Kevin Durant is coming this summer. That That is the implication. That you they... are a Warrior fan. Uh-huh. Um, how you feeling? I am no more worried about Kevin Durant leaving than I was before, and in fact, slightly less. <laughs> but like, oh, the Knicks needed a guarantee to make this deal. The the the, the famously confident New York <laughs> Knicks front office managed to put it together so that these guys are just, like the dream of. Look, I I don't necessarily think it's ridiculous for KD or Kyrie to come to the Knicks, but like, 
I just think when you have these guys who are not super like Kyrie, it makes a little bit of sense that he'd want to go to a team with a bunch of picks. But Kevin Durant, it's like he wants to go to this team that has nothing except for him and whatever free agent signs with him because he wants to play with Dennis Smith Jr. and Kevin Knox. I just I don't know. <laughs> like, why would aren't players? Here's, here's what I don't understand about that. Still, yeah. um, so say they give up these two first round picks to get off Tim Hardaway and Courtney Lee this summer, right? Okay. To make room. Yes. Um, if you're the Knicks, wouldn't you rather have one of those guys and Kristaps Porzingis than possibly none of them? <laughs> Right. Uh, It seems like, I mean, look, the Mavs definitely gave up a bunch of stuff to make sure that they could get Porzingis. But, like, that's sort of what you have picks for. Right. And I just don't, like, the, the Knicks, I don't understand why you would think that signing with James Dolan was a good idea. Like, there's a track record and the guys the Knicks get are, you know, Mello, who they just blew out of the water with money. And, and he really wanted to play in New York. Uh, but then it's like Amari Stoudemire, Courtney Lee, all these guys that they're trading away that the guys in the front office signed in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I'm not confident that they're going to end up with a premium free agent, because if you had a choice, wouldn't you go like anywhere except playing for James Dolan? I mean, compared to like playing for Steve Ballmer in Los Angeles. Here's the thing about Durant. Uh, uh-huh. He makes sense to the Knicks for me. The only place other place than the Warriors for me, him going is the Knicks because it's like a career rehab tour, you know? Because he went from everyone loving him to everyone hating him. And if he goes to New York, everyone will love him again. Because then he's like choosing to save this moribund garbage place that everyone... Everyone, even like Lakers and Celtics fans, like they feel kind of okay about. Like nobody hates the Knicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, right, 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 yeah. Like, everyone feels bad for Knicks fans. It's like, oh, it's the mecca of basketball. Right. Bow down. Um, but I just I just wonder, it, it does not seem super unlikely to me that, say, the Warriors win another title, mm-hmm. that Kevin Durant wouldn't just sign another one-year deal. Right, well, that's the other thing, is, like, knowing what we know about both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yes. Would you believe anything they told you two days ago, let alone three months ago? No. It's like they could be (laughs) trolling. They could be... Those guys change their minds on a minute-by-minute basis. Well, and I remember there was a year where the Knicks cleared a lot of salary space trying to get LeBron James or a premium free agent and Dwayne Wade. They were going to get LeBron it's, and Dwayne Wade and Dwayne Wade. Both. And, then, <laughs> and then fucking uh, James Dolan rolled in with a video 
that had the Sopranos talking about how they were they should come, <laughs> and both those guys were like, "This isn't gonna work out. Let's go to Miami." I think, I think Donnie Walsh was like really. He sick was in a wheelchair too. and had a neck brace. Yeah, that's not inspiring. I would say. And then, yeah, and who did the Knicks end up getting? Uh, Amari Stoudemire. God. Great. (laughs) Hey, look, let's be fair to Amari. Um, Amari ruled before he ruined his knee again. He Um, did, but but he had already (laughs) ruined his knee twice. Yeah, his contract was uninsurable. And they they signed it anyway. Yeah, they ended up with uh, oh, oh, they also got Raymond Felton that offseason. Mm-hmm. But so. then they traded him for Carmelo. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a rough one. Uh, anyway, love this trade for the Mavs. Wish I didn't have to root for the Mavs, but this team is going to be too cool. Um. But yeah. I'm anti Cuban. I'm anti Pants DJ. I'm anti Grantland Jr. Um, <laughs> there's I a would... lot of things that make me not want to root for Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis that uh, are not related to Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. <laughs> uh, do you think? Do you think Mark Cuban thinks that Kristaps will party with him? I don't know, man. I don't know what Mark Cuban thinks anymore. In fact, he should steer clear of partying for the next five (laughs) years honestly yeah dude you're too old no matter (laughs) Um, what your face looks like now (laughs) man i think that's our episode sean yeah i think so too do you have anything you need to plug uh no just uh nothing in particular check out the everything report on instagram there's gonna be new episodes next week and uh yeah, there's there I mean, obviously there's some music at the end of the episode too. Uh we'll get to that. I was yeah. on Fast Break Breakfast this week. Um and also I was on the Film Drunk Frotcast, so listen to those. Uh buy our oh, out. Oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, and Joey and I did take it or break it last week for uh, yeah. a very strange Super Bowl preview. I mean, it's pretty old now. <laughs> um it was last Friday. <laughs> Um. Uh, buy our album, uh, slammed up season one at roundballrock.bandcamp.com. And when I say buy, I mean it's free. Um, and then as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where three days ago I tweeted, "Why does everyone like to see other people suffering? People get so excited at the chance of destroying someone else's life. Life is too short." Just live your best life. Um, He really missed an opportunity to end that with life is unfair. Um, Sean, did you write? uh, Did you write another Luka Doncic song this week? I did. Uh, This one is uh, well. It's it's actually performed by the ghost of Ringo Starr. It's pretty good. Oh, great. Uh, Ringo obviously is not deceased, but once he said he would no longer be signing merchandise, he became dead to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, peace and peace and hate, Ringo. No, uh, but yeah, it's called "With a Little Help from the Knicks." Uh, great. 
um, that we'll be playing right now. Uh, we'll be back either tomorrow or Friday. We haven't decided yet, but it'll be after the trade deadline. And um, shut it down. Let's go home. Trust the process. Trust the, process. Trust the Bobby and Toby. What would you do if I asked for KP? Would you hang up before the first ring? Send me Chris Dabbs and I'll give you some scrubs and their contract will be expiring. Oh, I'll get a star with a little help from the Knicks. Oh, I'm going far with a little help from the Knicks. Oh, are you dog needs a little help from the Knicks. What do I do if I'm out of cap space? Do you like any free agents next summer? I kind of like Junior Tim Hardaway. Are you sad because his deal's a bummer? No, I get wings with a little help from the Knicks. Ooh, I win rings with a little help from the Knicks. Go get Porzingis with a little help from the Knicks. Do you need anybody? I just need a teammate for Dirk. Could it be just a warm body? I guess you could give us Trey Burke. Would you believe in playing Luca at point? Yes, I'm certain that he'd rack up lots of dimes. What if the cops cut Chris stops with a joint? I'd make Devin Harris say it's mine. Oh, I'd get hide with a little help from the Knicks. Oh, team got tight with a little help from the Knicks. Ooh, got really white with a little help from the Knicks. Are you concerned about his agent? KP's brother doesn't bug me at all. Is his tampering too blatant? He can't be worse than Rich Paul. Oh, I get psyched with a little help from the Knicks. Oh, a quick strike with a little help from the Knicks. Oh, disappointed spike with a little help from the Knicks. Yes, I get a star with a little help from the Knicks. With a little help from the Knicks. Thank you. Peace and love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.